What up, fam? On this episode of Snapback Sports Pod, we preview Monday Night Football, Dolphins Saints, which leads to a conversation around our bet. Eagles, Ravens, Dolphins, potentially tied up at 8-7 and seven two weeks ago. We talk stock up, stock down, and the whole NBA Christmas slate, followed by a convo on LeBron and his Lakers. Snapback fam, new app. The Baltimore Ravens select Lamar Jackson. I'm a Raven. He's on. All year. Every year. Jackson takes it himself. Oh! He broke his ankle! What up, fam? I'm your host, Jack Settlement. Joining me today, as always, my co-host and longtime best friend, Abe Granoff. Abe, what is on your mind today? I know I usually play... Sorry, I'm a little uh, under the weather. Not COVID. Not COVID. Two tests, both negative. I'm boosted, bro. Um, I know I usually play doctor, but I want to bounce something off you because I have a question. How much do you know about babies, infants, and their development? Not... Too much, not too little. I guess it depends okay. on what we're looking for here. Here we go. Long story short, I fucked up. So today, I was watching the Eagles game, and I was FaceTiming my girlfriend at the time, and she was with her newborn nephew. And when I say newborn, I mean, like, was born on Thanksgiving, a month mm-hmm. old. And I'm watching the game. I'm talking on the FaceTime. You know that thing. Where you're like half listening to the FaceTime. And Jalen Rager, so I can blame him, like returned a punt for like negative three yards. The sun came up today. And I exclaimed at the television while still on FaceTime, oh, you fucking idiot. And I was like, oh, there's a, there's a baby there. Granted, he's a month old. But was that the wrong? Like He, he can't hear that, right? Well, I think it's less about the baby, and it's more about the babies on your team. Well, aren't you going to upset Miles Sanders and Big Play Slay? We'll talk about that and stock up, <laughs> stock down. Um, no, the baby is not going to retain that. But, you know, growing up, there's parents who raise their kids by having them in the womb and playing Beethoven on their stomach. So apparently it filters into the subconscious. If the kid is growing up in the East Coast, in the New York, New Jersey, Philadelphia area. It, Maine. Yeah, it's already coming through. So you're Fake you're state, okay. by the way, right? What is? Maine? Maine. Yeah, that's not, that's not a real place. No, not a real place. If you put but... a team there, which they won't even do that, but if you did, they probably wouldn't have success and they'd be a fake franchise. So yes. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, but yeah, uh, so that's just a just something for everyone to realize when you're talking to month old babies. <clears throat> Don't watch Jalen Rager play football at the same time. Fair enough, uh, Abe. We got an early appearance from our baby on the podcast. It's Mr. Eagleson coming in to preview Dolphins Saints mm-hmm. Monday Night Football. Come on. The seven that? seven fins versus the seven and seven saints, Mister Eagleson. How are you feeling? I'm feeling amazing, and I just want to let me ask you. A f- yeah, let me ask you a few questions before you get into it. Okay. Is it safe to say that tomorrow night a seven and seven Dolphins team playing another five hundred team is the biggest game that you've ever watched in your life as a Dolphins fan? I guess at this point, yes. 
No, by, they played by, in a by, playoff game. Not since Eagleson's been alive. Yeah, yeah in 2016 did. against the Steelers. But that ah. that almost felt fake. Like, they got killed the whole time. It wasn't even Tannehill playing. Okay, so that's a good... I'm glad you brought that up. If, for some for God forsaken reason, the Dolphins make the playoffs this year. It, and, okay, when? You know what? When? Mm-hmm. And let's say you go to... They'll be Tennessee. going to Tennessee, most likely. Yeah. Well, no, because you'll beat Tennessee, maybe knock them out. Buffalo, potentially. No, because yeah, you would Buffalo beat or Bu- Tennessee, it looks like. Okay, yeah, let's, let's call it Buffalo. Let's call it Buffalo. Let's say you lose that game. Will you look back on that game and be like, eh, yeah, that was fake? I It kind of depends, like, how it happens, but no. Like, it. Like it feels real enough. Like Abe, the I I unfortunately <laughs> remember you. Dolphins fans have come into your life more recently. I've been dealing with them for, I guess, almost seven years now. I'm <laughs> I'm honestly jealous of you. <laughs> so so I remember the Dolphins Steelers game. Tannehill was the starter. <laughs> they won seven in a row that yeah. season too they to make a, the playoffs. They won a and bunch of games. and then Tanny got hurt in that last or second to last game, so it was yep. Matt Moore, and they literally from play one trailed in that game. Yeah, so I get what he's saying. So if two is healthy, will it feel fake? Can we backtrack though? Because let's preview the fo- the football game on Monday night. Yeah, first. I wanted to say, Eagleson, tell me how you're feeling going into this game, your thoughts, your prediction, and then I'll go ahead and tell you why you're gonna lose. Um, all right, I feel like you're setting this up to just say it's a trap game. With Ian Book type of thing. No, is that not where you're going with this? There's no such thing as trapping the Dolphins. <laughs> Why? Because you're fucking three-point favorites. Like, <laughs> it's not a trap uh, okay. game. It's not a disrespectful spread to you. You're the Dolphins. It's Ian Book, though. Like, he's not expected to it's, do it. Okay, no, we're not doing a- this. Yeah, okay. <laughs> they're going to win. It, like, they're in a playoff spot if they win that game. Mm-hmm. The seven seed. So... Like, I, I feel good about it. I feel confident. Waddle's back. Holland's back. Ian mm-hmm. Book sucks. I feel like there's not much. He sucks. Come on. Base. Don't, don't do off. this. Based off what? He's never played an NFL game. That's what it's based off of. So Dak no Prescott won. Wait, no Dak tape. Dak Prescott won. So, yeah, so no tape, and Dak Prescott won 13 games as a rookie. Okay, I guess we'll see what happens, but I am not confident in Ian Book's <clears throat> abilities to beat that. Stout so okay defense. okay all right so so hypothetically let's say that ian book is not josh johnson right josh johnson came out 306 today through the air looking like a true number one quarterback <laughs> maybe we ship lamar out we get a few picks for him we'll see about that in baltimore but you <laughs> i actually want to discuss that with you later but um let's say ian book is like nick F- sorry let's say he's like uh Nick Foles won a game today. Okay, let's say on, he throws. On the road. Let's say he throws for 146 yards, one touchdown, but plays a clean game. Sean Payton says, "You know what? You're not the one losing the game for us." He plays. He plays a Mac Jones game. Exactly. He plays a Mac Jones rookie of the year type game. The Saints just shut out Thomas Edward Brady. Does that? Does that scare you at all? The fact that their defense can get after it. How'd you just it. have? How'd you just have Brady's middle name just ready to go? That's like a thing. It's like a thing. <laughs> mm, I don't think it's a thing. Does that bring it? Like you guys are saying, Ian Book, Ian Book. But is there a game where they just scrounge together sixteen points and they win sixteen thirteen? 
I mean, I, I don't see a world where Ian Book is that efficient, I guess. But okay, if he is, and it's just all on the defense, I mean, Tua's been great completion percentage leader, right? Um, <laughs> like, I think their offense... There is a stat for everything. <laughs> no, nah, Abe, Abe, okay. I'll, I'll they can score Eagles. more points than the Saints. Well, we would hope so. <laughs> that's how that game works. Now. Exactly. Usually, that's a good, that's a that is a fantastic game plan to win a football game. Exactly. Abe, I will defend Eagleson for a second because okay, cool. That's all you need to say. Because Tua, <laughs> I know we're big anti-Tua people. Mm-hmm. He's very pro-Tua over here. He's been good. I, I would even say he's been above average. He's I been would say like. So too. He's been pretty good. I'm not gonna lie. Now, well, now, what does that mean on a week to week basis? We we've seen time on national with, television. Yeah, it just probably won't end well. But he's been good. I don't like the Saints could obviously just shut him down. Right. We'll see. Let me say something real quick. <clears throat> Eagleson, you look great tonight. By the way, thank you. New haircut, head looks all good. Yeah. What what is your uh, What's your favorite sport? Football. Okay. For the sake of the question, just... Hockey. Okay. Now, I used to follow hockey a long time ago when the Flyers were really good. Mm -hmm. And there was always this thing I noticed called playoff beards. Yeah. Like, they wouldn't shave until they lost. Yes. And I've noticed that you got a haircut. And the Dolphins have won how many in a row? Mm-hmm. Seven? Yeah. Seven. And you're no, familiar with the term. Six. six. Whatever. You, you lose track when it's that many. Yeah. And you're familiar with the term, don't fix it if it's not broken. Yes, I am. So with all that being said, if, like I said, a meteor strikes Earth tomorrow night and the Dolphins somehow, somehow lose to Ian Book. Mm-hmm. Are you willing to accept responsibility for the fact that you got a haircut for the first time during this win streak? Actually, yes. Good. Be a fucking man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I also haven't I shaved bet. in those seven weeks. Not sure if you can tell, but <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'll definitely take responsibility for that. And it, did this pr- did this thought process did this thought cross your mind at all when deciding to get a haircut? Uh, no, actually, this is the first time I've kind of thought about it, and it's definitely making me regret my decision a little bit. But yeah, I guess here we are. Can't do anything. That's just about certain it now. things. I like your barber's just cutting off your hair and going, "Nope, there goes yeah. Tua, <laughs> there goes Waddle, there goes." He's Javon a Steelers Holland. fan too. Maybe he had some other agenda. Yeah, I mean, look at your damn head. Get <laughs> 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 no it. All right. Well, I'm glad you brought up his hair because what. Was a joke back in uh, mid-November. Has was a joke. Was a joke to you. Was a joke to yeah, me. It's just a joke. Was was honestly a joke to you as well, Abe. It was the <laughs> joke on Eagleson. Our three-way wager has become very much a competition. Uh, just to catch everyone back up, after the Ravens lost to the Raiders, the Eagles were one and zero. The Dolphins were one well, Did we make this bet week one? Yeah, I got I snaked yeah. you guys into it. Eagle said we are sick puppies. <laughs> yeah, sick in the head. Sick we in are. The head. And the Ra- how mad did how mad did you make me that night that you forced me into this bet? Well, the Ravens were were about to play the Chiefs, 
And the Eagles put up like 30 in Atlanta. Yeah. And the Dolphins just or, beat the Pats. Patriots in New England. So, yeah. you know, I was getting the people excited. Anyways, the wager is which one of our teams will finish last place? Um, if I lose, I have to do the crate challenge. If Abe loses, he has to spend at most 24 hours in a Waffle House. And for every waffle he consumes, subtracts one hour off that total. And Eagleson... Be there for three hours. And Eagleson in last place with a loss has to dye and dye his new mohawk blonde. So, when the Ravens were 8-3, and they had a (laughs) trip to Miami... the Eagles, the Eagles were two and five. Eagles are two and five. The Dolphins were one Dolphins and were one and seven. One and seven. One, one and seven. And the Ravens were eight. Holy and three. shit! You guys are poverty. <laughs> and at this point in the season, the Ravens are eight and seven. The Eagles are eight and seven. And the Dolphins have a chance to go to eight and seven with two to play. I still favor the. I think ra- I, the Dolphins I think to I, finish last. I think I, as of today, am the safest here. Mm, I still think Jacksonville would be the safest. No, because I think, who do you guys play the last two? Last one is Pittsburgh at home, which I I would say that's that'll probably be the biggest. Who do you play next week? We play the Rams at home, so that that's <laughs> that's that'll be the same spread as you guys against the Cowboys. Realistically, nah, not true. Depending on who's if they're sitting their guys, they're not sitting their guys, Abe. You never know. <laughs> they're not just gonna sit their guys for fun. They have a seating to play for. They will 1,000. Not necessarily true. Yes, necessarily true. Give me a scenario. If they w- I don't know exactly, but something on the long lines, along the lines of if they the Cowboys win tonight yeah. against the Washington and then next week against Arizona and Green Bay wins against Minnesota and either Tampa Bay or the Rams lose, I think Dallas might be locked into the two seed. Okay. So maybe if just uh, like 19 different things go their way. Maybe they're sitting. Maybe, but we'll see. Chances are they'll be playing. So, Abe, we're probably have two similar odds games. Eagles and Dolphins, three-point road favorites. Yikes, in primetime, yikes. In in Tennessee and against New England? Against New England. They come to Miami. Yeah, you're you're fucked, Eagleson. Eagleson probably has the worst odds, but... They had the worst odds when they were one and seven. <laughs> so and and we're here. Uh, anyone want to double down on the wager? Let's yeah. let's test everyone's yeah. Yeah. pulse on this. Yeah. Eagleson? I'll make it forty eight hours. Forty <laughs> <laughs> I would do two crate challenges. No, that's bullshit. No, I mean, I that that sounds like a double down. Eagleson, I don't think you would double down. No, I don't think so. Okay. All yeah. right, that's fair. Fair enough. We'll keep it as is. We'll keep but it why as is. But while, while we're on the topic of wagers, we might as well just talk about another one that Jack and I made. The Eagles plus a half playoff games played in to the Ravens. So if the Eagles and the Ravens both go to the playoffs and each lose wild card weekend, I win. Jack, can I get a pulse on how you're feeling with that, knowing that as of tomorrow morning, the Ravens before the Dolphins game will, let's just assume, plus 200-ish to make the playoffs, whereas the Eagles are probably going to be minus one-something, 175 even, knowing we can clinch next week. Can I get a pulse on how you're feeling with that bet? Standard Hun, standard Hun. 
Uh, a very standard hunt. Love the standard hunt on this. What would you? What would you? What would you think the odds of you winning this bet currently are? I would well, we, say. Well, well, we can go to Tennessee and win a game on the road in the playoffs. No, well, you can't. You oh. guys stink. Okay. All right. I think that's a good transition uh, into stack up, stack down. No. What do you? What do you? Well, think I, it's are? A, it's a transition, and I, I'll, all right, I'll all right. cover it all. I'll cover it all. all right. Listen, thank all you right. for your service at this time. First stack up is having a chance because if you support an NFL franchise, pretty much outside of the New York state area and like three other states, you have a chance. You have a chance to win the Super Bowl. You have a chance to go to the playoffs. You have a chance for the number one draft pick. You pretty much have a chance if you are a football team right now. With that being said, the Ravens are one of those teams, even maybe more interesting, Abe, the Browns have a chance to win the AFC North. With two weeks to play, the 7-8 and eight Browns have a chance. So let me just break down for everyone. The AFC North, the Bengals, the Bengals, the Bengals are 9-6, nine 9-6. And nine and yeah, yeah. 9-6. Nine and six. And six. They lead the AFC North with two to play. What makes it interesting, though, is they get the hottest, second hottest team in football. The Kansas City Chiefs come to town next week. Nope, still the hottest. Yes, I do believe they have more wins in a row than the Dolphins. Sorry, Eagleson. The Chiefs come to town. Could the Bengals go to 9-7? and seven? Many would say yes. In Week 18, they face off against the Cleveland Browns in Cleveland. Could the Browns win that game? I mean, Abe. I've seen crazier. You've seen crazier things. I mean, Houston beat the Chargers, for God's sake, today. That would put the Browns... At nine and eight. So the Bengals would be nine and eight. For the Browns to get to nine and eight, they need to beat the Steelers next weekend. Could the Browns beat the Steelers, Abe? Yeah. They, they could. Would. The Browns would beat the Bengals nine and eight because they beat them twice. Head to head, they would own. The final team in the AFC North is the Baltimore Ravens. They have the worst divisional record, who have been dead. For the past month. They have the worst divisional record, and they have the no tiebreaker over the Browns <laughs> or Bengals. But if the Bengals are 9-8, the Browns are 9-8, the Ravens have a chance to win two home football games in January to finish at 10-7 and and not even make the playoffs, save host a home playoff game, which I bring this all up to answer your prior question. What is my pulse on the situation? I can I can transparently, honestly, authentically, truthfully say to you right now, I have no clue given I just don't know who's going to be on the field on Sunday at home against the Rams. They could have uh, Richard Seymour and Chris Wesley and Jonathan Kaminga and Baba Dabubi. Isn't Jonathan Kaminga an NBA player? Yeah, and sometimes we play him at the end because we just don't have enough players here. Or we could have Lamar Jackson, we could have Hollywood Brown, Mark Andrews. We could have some players back. I just don't or, know. Or all goes well and you have Snoop. <laughs> that, well, Josh Johnson was quite fantastic today as well for the Ravens. Yeah, Josh Johnson and Snoop have played some of the best quarterbacking the Ravens have seen this year. Yes. So... 
That goes to answer your other question, which is the Ravens stink. The Ravens are bad. Here is what is interesting about the Ravens season. And the Eagles are good. Marcus Peters was lost for the year. Gus Edwards was lost. J.K. Dobbins was lost. A few injuries to start the season. Mm. Wah, wah, wah. People get hurt in football. That's a thing. I, I get it. Okay. So it's a little tough to start the year. Okay. Now the injuries start to pile up. You lose a couple more players. You lose Marlon Humphrey for the year. Okay. You've lost your two. It's a lot of, it's a lot of, let me give an excuse and then let me just phrase it as if it's not an excuse. But deep down, like you're starting with the excuses. No, just just sack up. Joe Burrow threw for 525 yards today. I would like to say it was because he's the best quarterback in the league. He's really good. His weapons are nasty. T Higgins made a catch today that I have not seen since Randy Moss. It was quite incredible. The, the secondary that played today was unusable. Jalen Hurts would have thrown for 475 yards. I don't really know like how he comes in this conversation. <laughs> Point being, clear, clearly, this is, you say the Ravens suck. Yeah, I do. What, no, I don't. I say they're dead. That's fair. What is interesting about the Ravens that I didn't realize until I looked at the schedule today, the Ravens have seven losses this season. They have lost six games to teams with winning records and one loss to a team with a losing record. It was the Browns with Tyler Huntley by two points, and the Browns are seven and eight fighting for the division. And a it loss is, to a five and a loss to a five hundred team. Who? The Dolphins. And that's what I said. They have not they have one loss to a team with a losing record after today. And so I think to say that the Ravens stink. Maybe their schedule caught up with them. Maybe, you know, losing 15 guys to COVID is tough. I, these could be excuses. These also could just be facts sometimes. Or, or you could just flat out stink. But I find that hard to believe only sure because we're in the playoffs right now as it stands with the same record as you guys. And we've been playing the last four or five games without our quarterback and two all-pro corners, and multiple other missing pieces. Now, some would argue some of those pieces won't be coming back, which is fair. But some may, and as John Harbaugh said, expect to have all our guys back, and we'll see what happens. It's not like the Eagles are missing an all-pro offensive lineman and all-pro defensive lineman, but, like, yeah, the Ravens are the only team yeah, 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 decimated for No, the Ravens are the only fucking team in the league (laughs) who have dealt with these injuries and this COVID. So I'll just make that very clear for people who are like, oh, no, it's not even remotely close. We have 30 guys on IR this season. But, once again, sometimes facts are excuses. That's what excuses are. They are normally facts framed as an excuse. Ravens have a chance, Dolphins have a chance, Eagles have a chance, Chargers have a chance, Raiders have a chance, Broncos have a chance, Browns have a chance, Pittsburgh has a chance, Cincy has a chance, Patriots, Bills, Titans, Colts, they all have a chance. So stock up to having a chance. You know what, I'm glad how optimistic you are for every fan base in the NFL. It's truly admirable of you, given that you have such a large audience that has to appeal to a bunch of different fans. But at the end of the day, your team fucking sucks, and you have to go to sleep with that every single night. And I hope it keeps you up. My first stock up is comedy. So much comedy in the Philadelphia area this weekend. The first and the the lesser funny is the fact that every time Jalen Rager touches the ball is announced on the on the whatever, I was there on Tuesday night against Washington. He is booed beyond belief. 
And the funniest part about it is to me that you have other Eagles players, Miles Sanders, Darius Slay, saying, hey, don't pick on my son, as if, like, the mom showed up. That is just perfect comedy to me. And Jalen Rager is the worst Philadelphia athlete I've watched in a long time. That includes people like Al Horford. That includes people like Al Horford. Ben Simmons. J- I'll get to that. He's part of the second part of comedy. But Rager being booed, objectively hilarious. Because the fact that Justin Jefferson's about to set the two... He broke it. Whatever. Justin Jefferson has the most receiving yards in the first two seasons of all time. And Jalen Rager returned a punt for negative three yards today. The second part of my stock up comedy. And if you're bothered by this, you need to go to therapy. We all need to band together, Snapback fam. Go on Twitter.com. Create burners. Go to Clutch Sports Twitter mm. and get Ben Simmons in the All-Star game. The fact that Clutch did this for every player, retweet him, retweet him for a chance because it's all done on Twitter, the fan voting. And they put Ben Simmons in the graphic on the Twitter. It, him be- making the All-Star game, he won't make it because it's like 25% media, 25% players or whatever, but 50% fans. If we could somehow get Ben Simmons to be the number one vote getter of all uh, in the in the fan voting, that would bring a tear to my eye. How much would you pay for that to happen? Because I I know some uh, social media techniques. Enough, enough. <laughs> I'll cancel the I'll cancel the uh, Eagles Ravens plus a half bet. Mm. But and you know what's funny to me, and I'm not assuming anything about Ben Simmons's mental health. But the fact that Clutch put this out and it was so funny to not only myself but so many other people like is essentially backhand making fun of Ben Simmons. And he's saying he has all these mental health issues and that's what's keeping him off the court. It's just like if you had these mental health issues, don't you think your agency would be behind you a little bit and not just throw you in the fire? to Twitter users all over the place and have them clown on you by the name of Abe Granoff. Like, I don't know. But I'm seeing Sixers fans like, this is a disgrace. Nobody retweet this. Grow the fuck up. It's hilarious. Not only because of that, because let's just say, (coughs) sorry, somehow, like the Dolphins win tomorrow and Ben Simmons makes the all-star game. Like, seeing him at the All-Star game with a Sixers logo on his chest one last time. Like, do you think he would maybe have, like, the MLB players logo? Just, like, the hollowed-out Sixers logo with nothing on it? I I just think that everyone needs, for the sake of just camaraderie, comedy, everything, we need to try and get Ben Simmons in the All-Star game this year. I definitely had that thought cross my mind. But to your point, not going to be easy with half. I retweeted it twice yesterday and votes counted twice yesterday. That's four votes. That's a lot of voting. Is that true? If I quote retweet it and then retweet it separately, is that two retweets? Probably not. Because the quote tweet was just ha 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 ha. That should count. I think quote tweets, tweets count. I haven't read the fine print on the Twitter rules. My second stock up is being back where we started 
Yeah, but as, as this NFL season has unfolded, a lot has gone down. We discussed it with Eagleson. Think about the trajectory of just our bet, our three teams. Think about, you know, Abe crowning the Cardinals as the Super Bowl contenders out of the NFC. Yeah, can I... Uh... Think about, you know, Mac Jones being offensive rookie of the year and the Patriots being the one seed. Think about people claiming that the Chiefs were dead. Think about, you know, Tom Brady being washed up or think about... Matt Stafford being an awful trade or think about, you know, Aaron Rodgers after week one loses in New Orleans by 32 points. And, you know, is his foot okay? Think about all that's gone down this season. And as you take a look at both the AFC and NFC playoff picture, we're pretty much just about where we thought we would be. What I mean by that, Chiefs are the one seed, Bills. Chiefs are the one seed and they're going to go to the Super Bowl and then pick out of a hat in the NFC. And in the NFC... You've got the Rams. You, I, I mean, all four division winners were were kind of predicted to be. You've got the Packers. You've got the Bucks. You've got the Rams as it currently stands, and you've got Dallas. And so there's a little bit. I would say the the wackiest one of the whole thing would be the Bengals in first, which makes me believe maybe Cleveland or Baltimore ends up there, and we just get straight up. The odds predicted preseason ends up as the divisional champs. But it is a little crazy. Of course, the wildcard teams have a little bit of fluctuation, but Colts are in there. I had the Colts going to the playoffs. The Ravens are in there currently. The Pats are in there. The only team that I think is out that we thought might have been in was Cleveland. Like we said, still has life. And in the NFC, it's kind of the same deal. I don't think there's been any major shocker. Maybe the Seahawks, if you were really That's what high. I was going to say. But, and maybe the Saints, if, but Jameis got hurt. So what's crazy is out of this insane season, we've got the Chiefs, as, go- we've got the Chiefs as Super Bowl favorites. We've got Rodgers for the 19th straight year as the NFC favorite, who will obviously lose in the NFC Championship. And it'll probably nope. happen. Won't to, even go to the NFC Championship. Yeah, it'll probably happen to to Stafford and the Rams or Tom and the Bucks, and that'll be that. Pretty crazy if you think about it. I predicted the Eagles to make the playoffs for what it's worth. I said two teams out of the NFCs were going to get in, and I was right. But yeah, I mean, it is shaping up mostly to what we all thought. I think in the NFC, it's really just Seattle, just because they have Russ. But at the end of the day, they don't have a good fifty-three man roster, and the AFC. Cincy. Cincy's definitely the surprise. No doubt about that. But outside of that, you've got as... I I think New England's a surprise. Yeah, I would say New England's definitely a surprise. And to be honest, the Ravens are a surprise. That they're not in. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, they are in the playoffs. So... Yeah. So that's what I'm kind of going off of, is teams out of the playoffs. Which my, couldn't uh, be my team at the time of this podcast recording. Couldn't be mine either. Start, start, start it now. Let's run it. I'm d- if the playoffs started today, <laughs> the Eagles would be going to. Let's see. The Ravens would be going to, to again to it Tennessee. Would be amazing. It would be amazing. And the Eagles would be going to L.A. Twice in the same month. Mm, different months Once in January and February right it's been a little a, you can't forget what the Super Bowl is yeah yeah it's been a few years uh my second stock up and this might also come to a surprise is Baker Mayfield that guy sucks yo stinks 
It's unfortunate. Like, I actually think that, like, I'm watching him throw the ball against Green Bay yesterday. He's like, everything is off his back foot. Everything looks like he's throwing it like a little girl's throwing or a little guy's throwing a, a baseball or trying to see who can throw the ball the farthest. And it's just like, you know what? Every time Baker th- Mayfield throws the ball, what I hear in my head, yeah. and it's just like damn that guy sucks cleveland gave him everything he needed it didn't work out but the reason i stock up baker is because he's gonna get out of cleveland and some he's gonna get a job somewhere else oh he's gonna get sure, a, for sure. he'll get a job somewhere else and it won't be in cleveland and for how like people forgot that the browns were the browns for like a year and a half because they just were competent and when you aren't for 25 years and then you just are for a year and they won a playoff game like people forget about that but at the end of the day the browns were still the browns they failed baker baker failed them it's just like time is a flat circle when it comes to cleveland they're gonna lose baker they're not gonna be they're not gonna draft the new the next guy right you've seen the famous jersey of 40 different browns quarterbacks names but baker wins this divorce because he can go somewhere else that isn't Cleveland. Like, who do you think is more likely to have success at post-breakup? Baker in a new team, let's just not even say what team it is, or the Browns, Browns. as they stand. Browns. Really? This you think Browns, he's that bad? Dude, I picked the Browns to win the AFC North. Their roster is so damn good. They almost beat the one seed Packers. But, Jack, nobody's signing up to go play for that, the I disagree with that. I disagree. Abe, let's remember... Tom Brady left the greatest dynasty in sports to go to Tampa Bay. I know it's warm. I know it's warm. Yeah. But Tampa was definitely on the same, you know, kind of path as the Browns. And he got to bring Gronk with him. And they had the... I understand. For one or two years, what... I mean, I'm sorry, Deshaun Watson. Like, maybe if Watson goes there... Watson is not in a position to say no. He doesn't let others do it. Yes, he is. He can't do it himself, right? Yes, he is. He has a no trade clause. He gets to choose where he wants to go. Okay, and then when some when no one wants him to be their quarterback, he just he... keeps collecting cash and sitting on his ass and not getting CTE. I, it's what? a good fucking gig. It's I I think he'd rather redeem himself and play football. Regardless, they will be able to get. But to your point, will Baker get a job elsewhere? The Panthers. Are I mean that that's the biggest. No, that's ever. Snoop. That's Snoop. No, but I'm saying the fact that they brought back Cam, they benched him for Sam Darnold for like three plays. Brought back Cam again, then benched him for Sam again, and that the and they even traded picks for these quarterbacks in the first place. Yes, Baker Mayfield will be a starting quarterback next season. I think you kind of got to give the look to Case Keenum down the stretch here for Cleveland. Is that like out of control to say, or that's like within reason? It wouldn't be, it would be out of control to say if Baker didn't very evidently need to get surgery tomorrow. Like the second the Browns are eliminated or they're done for the season, Baker's going to have shoulder surgery. Like he sucks. Don't get me wrong. though. Right, but it's like the way he throws across his body to the left side of the field, like you can see it. And it's, don't get me wrong, he sucks, right? Shoulder aside. But you got to watch him and actually understand that that shoulder is yeah, definitely he's hurt. affecting him. But that's why I'm saying, that's why I would almost look at Keenum even more because you got to give the kid. That's why I'm saying it's not, like you're, yeah. it's a win or go home. So it's like, which guy today gives you the best chance to win? And we don't know. That's nuts. 
and Joe Burrow's the best. That's very br- in that's very Browns the division to death. Just barely okay. over Josh Johnson. Uh, did you stock up number two yet? Yeah, Baker. All right, stock down number one. The Jets and the Giants. I mean, come on. Like, I know New York sports is bad, but the Giants. I will have this conversation. And I'll ask you the same question. The Giants are the thirty-second best team in the NFL. Who's their quarterback? For, I don't give a fuck. If it's Sandal Jones, no. Which is not yes, say. no. But if it's Jake Fromm. Who do you? It has to be the lowest. Like if they, you know, how there's that for everything. If you said quarterback attempted 15 attempts, right? That's the minimum threshold. What's the least yards per attempt in NFL history? It would probably probably somewhere something that Wentz had last year or the year before. Dude, that. he had 17 attempts for 25 yards. That's 1.5 yards per attempt. That is. That's bizarre. That I've just never seen that before. Mike the Giants are the the Giants are the worst team in football, and it's not close. They are an embarrassment of an organization, and their their day start. If you if you're a Giants fan today, you went one and one today. You went one and zero oh by losing to the Eagles, getting smacked, getting embarrassed, and just being a very very awful team. But you also lost today. Because of what Schefter tweeted at about 10 a.m. Like, it is nuts that they are going to bring back Joe Judge and Daniel Jones. And that they have not just absolutely cleared house since the boat picture. Uh, Why do you love Daniel Jones? Because Daniel Jones is so far from the from the main issue. There's no, that's not, what I'm saying. You, the fact that they're not tearing it down from the but, top up, you take Saquon Barkley with the second overall pick. Yeah. I wouldn't tear it all down. I would probably, I would start with the GM. There's no doubt that you need a culture change there. I think judge and the, like you brought in Jason Garrett and Freddie kitchens, like no shit. This was going to happen. But I think, you know, they've had moments this season Saquon's what does that go. mean? They've had moments this they've season. They've had moments that you could They beat build. the Eagles. Yeah, they've had moments where you could build off of. And I just think the GM is, is as bad as it gets. Look, they're not a good football team, but they're the they're the worst football yeah, team. They're really bad. But I don't know if it's only because of Judge and Jones. And they've done a lot of rebuilding recently, you know, over the past ten years. That to tear it all down, it just takes a while. Anyways, stock down to the Jets. Even when it they're takes bad, way longer when you continue with this organization that they have. Even when the Jets are bad, they're not quite bad enough to lose the December game that they just need to fucking lose. Just they they screwed Abe last year out of a lot of money. And they just did it again this year. They end up with Zach Wilson instead of Trevor Lawrence. And now they beat the Jags for no good reason instead of just letting it. Like, it was third down with 13 seconds ago. They're up five points. I would have taken my players off the field and straight up fucking tanked the game. Because you know what my team has proven me? They're fighters. In December, they battled and they won this game. But for 13 seconds... I don't need it to show my record. I would rather have the first or second pick in the NFL draft. Why Why are they so bad at losing these games? It doesn't fall on the coaches. It falls on Zach Wilson. Also, one of the worst quarterbacks in football. Sick run today, dude, you cute little bitch. Um, <laughs> when you're Zach Wilson and 
you understand the position that you're in. You were taken with the second overall pick in a big market. They've given you the temporary you're our guy patch. Prove to ourselves you're the guy. You have a few years to prove it. That means you as Zach Wilson need to be very self and team aware. You need to look around at your team and say, wow, we suck. And then you need to go out there as Zach Wilson. And in order for you to get paid down the line to get that second contract to show that you've proved, you need to be the one to tank. Because coaches, coaches' jobs are based on wins and losses. Whether they're hired, whether they're brought back at the end of the year. The coaches are always going to try and coach a winning football team because they want to stay employed. And for the most part, quarterbacks are as well. But when you're Zach Wilson in his rookie year, you know that you're there for the next three or four years. Do everything you can this year to put yourself in a better position in year three and four to prove to them, hey, I didn't suck that much. Why don't you pay me? And in order to do that, you need to get more draft picks. You need to keep your salary cap. And that's why the fact that the New York Jets are so bad at being bad, it it points to certain players. Like Zach Wilson has to know, I have to throw this game today. Robert Sala has to go out there and try and win this game as a first-year head coach. Zach Wilson does not. Right. That's a great point, Nick. I appreciate bringing that up. Mm -hmm. My first stock down are New Year's resolutions. One... If you want to do something, do it tomorrow. I don't uh, give a shit. I kind of disagree with you on that. Uh, I nope. So, Abe, what's funny is I agree with your point. I totally say this all the time. Someone's like, if oh, it's April, to- if it's April twenty first, and you want to change something about your life, you're going to wait till January first, right? No. no, but I do think goal setting and actually using timing is is a good plan. So. To your point of it's not April 21st, it's December 26th. If you really want to set a New Year's resolution, I'm all supportive of you. Go ahead. Bill Belichick isn't. Bill Belichick is not. There was just a great piece of content that came out of the Patriots game today. They lose a tough game to Buffalo. They really weren't in it whatsoever. And credit to the balls on this reporter, this woman, who obviously you know that the the devil that is bill belichick at the podium like if you want to talk about walking on eggshells talk about being in the patriots media room after a loss she goes uh football aside i'm writing a piece on new year's resolutions would you like to tell your fans if you have any or any advice uh no maybe next week so i don't fuck with new year's resolutions and clearly bill belichick doesn't either doesn't either and we are two of the smartest minds in sports so i think that should show you that new year's resolutions are dumb you didn't even follow it up she got back on the mic and re-asked the question abe she was she asked it twice she was relentless she did not stop she you know she had that don't quit mentality if you had to if you had to i'll and i'll give give, her credit abe did you see what belichick said earlier in the week he Mm -hmm. said he apologizes to the media for not being kind. He understands how he is tough. So maybe she's like, all right, I know they lost, but you know, they're still in the playoffs and Bill's let's parlay. Let's yeah. parlay that Tuesday comment with a fun question right here <laughs> exactly. and see how it goes. It's exactly. a fat L. Yeah. But Jack, let me ask you a question. If you today on December 26th, we got a little under a week to the new year, had to just think of a right ra- random new year's resolution for yourself off the top of your head, what would it be? Off the top of my head, I would, Something like tangible or like a concept. So what I mean by that, sure, it's your it's your New Year's resolution. I would I would say my 
my goal, my New Year's resolution would be to practice not getting too high or too low. That would that would be mine. I would want to actively participate in that mindset. For example, mine would be just no. Go ahead. No, go ahead. <laughs> for okay, perfect example, just for shits and gigs. Like when the Knicks are five and one, maybe don't just be an asshole that the Knicks are going to win the championship. And when they're thirteen and seventeen, don't be like you know the NBA season is over. Just stay somewhere in between those two. But go ahead. My New Year's resolutions is very simple. Stop giving a fuck. 90% of that has to do with sports. Yeah. The other 10% are the little things in my life that get under my skin. But 90% of that is stop caring about a oblong ball in a basket. Stop giving a ball. shit about it. It's a, that thing bounces in directions you <laughs> cannot predict. Surely not. Stop giving a shit about it. Stock down Which will two. never happen. No, That's why no. New Year's resolutions are right. stupid. Right. Stock down number two is going to go to December football. This one's just a self-loathing, absolutely, you know, this is our podcast, also my podcast, also your podcast. It's just like December football was a really dark time for the Ravens. It just was not fun. We it saw was bright. It was bright as the summer for the Eagles, We baby. saw multiple. We saw three-quarter X start. We lost all four games. It just was not enjoyable, but not to get too low because I don't want to, you know, have seasonal depression. No, you got a week to get too low. True. I told you, it doesn't start till next week. But on Jam 1, I want to flip the script and say January football, that's where the playoffs are. Ravens have two home playoff, yeah, essentially two home playoff games (laughs) to go, and uh, things could be brighter on the other side. So I'm excited for 2022. We're going to have to figure out when we record our pod going into 22, maybe some resolutions for the podcast, but stock down December football, not to mention Texas did not participate in a bowl game, which might've been a plus. We did get Quinn Ewers, but overall just a poorest month for the general game of football, but we're headed to the playoffs and the playoffs should be better. My second stock down is Twitter. Usually love you guys. I'm right there with you through all the fights, through all the content and everything. But Twitter, when you try and get Kirk Cousins on the Eagles for a first-round pick, that's where I draw the line. That was the reports leading up to this I week. saw it, and I liked it. I'm sure you did, Jack. I'm sure you did. I think Kirk would be a great quarterback for you guys. For you? No. To watch He's us. better than Jalen Hurts, obviously. Let's Let's compare their wins and losses this year. Let's compare. Let's take the quarterbacks and let's use mm-hmm. wins and losses as the statistic for comparison. Yeah, That's one what has, you want to do. All right, let's compare Ryan Tannehill with Kyler Murray. Let's compare freaking Blake. Bortles. I get it. Yeah, I get it. Okay, but if you think Kirk Cousins is better than Jalen Hurts, grow up. He is objectively, subjectively, and Lee, he is. He just is. Wrong. It's not even. Eve, it's not even. I would fine. Th- you know what? Fine. He can prove it in Minnesota for the next five years. That's fine. Okay. Keep him away from my team. Okay, that's fine. Ugh, Kirk. Are you gonna so- before we take a break? Because basketball's on the other side of this. Can we get some acknowledgement on the Arizona Cardinals? Yeah. I didn't realize how bad cliff kingsbury was ah 
With that being said, yeah, he was pretty bad. I mean, when your team leaves actually nine points on the field, and that's not even talking about like turnovers or fourth down stops, like two missed field goals, a missed extra point, a safety, like that really. Not to mention every false start, like all the the disciplinary football of the Arizona Cardinals is non-existent. Is brutal. Um, And that falls on the coach. Do you have any? Sorry, I'm just looking in your apartment. Is there any consistency uh, in, in there? Because uh, Kyler Murray, I mean, that's your guy. So I'll let you start. But Kyler Murray don't, has don't. thrown way, has thrown a lot less interceptions than Lamar Jackson. This I'm year. not. I'm not talking about Lamar Kyler. I'm just talking. About, I am. I'm talking about in general the love for Kyler Murray. He. He's just not reliable on a week-to-week basis. Like, how was he? I don't he's... think that's fair to say. I do think that's fair to say. And not to mention he's super injury-prone. I think he's missed four games in, in back-to-back years. I, I, I don't think that's fair to say in the point that he's just consistently gotten better every year he's been in the league. You think he's better this year than last? By the numbers. Was he a rookie last year? No, it's his third year. I just, on a week-to-week basis, he's... He's not consistent. And f- because of that, that's why I call the Cardinals the premier cuties. They are the premier cuties in the NFC. Like, if you had to rank all the teams that are cute, starting with the Cardinals, that's where I would start. In the AFC, it's actually tough to pick out who the cutest team is. I would say they're, they're all they're all they're literally all ugly but the Chiefs. Right. They're just ugly. no, I think the I think the Bills, uh Chiefs. AFC Championship game is going to be a pretty good one. Yeah, those are the only two teams you can confidently say. But what do you think the Cardinals would be with Kyler, with their whole roster, with a good head coach? I think they'd be in a similar spot. I think they they ran a little hot early in the season, and they're just kind of coming. They're they're back to where they are, which is they'll probably land at like a eleven and six football team. I mean, they lost Diop. <laughs> like that's a big loss sure they're probably not going to the super bowl as i predicted but don't try and put that on kyler murray don't i mean he's been brutal the last couple of weeks don't he's been brutal and don't. you want to say lamar jackson tyler huntley i just Cole mccoy came in he won a couple <laughs> games he's a longhorn legend i'm just set there's things to think right. about we're gonna take a quick break after the break Great games on Christmas Day, I think some of us will say. But more importantly, let's just have a whole little section on LeBron James. Look, COVID, look, GM, look, not washed. Anything else that may come to mind? We'll be right back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, fam, we are back. Real quick, because the Cowboys are playing right now, Abe. Trayvon Diggs just had his 11th interception. Michael Parsons is minus 50,000 to win Defensive Rookie of the Year. He's plus 300 to win Rookie of the Year. 
do I are they screwing each other? They don't really take away from each other because they're playing such different positions. But should one of the Cowboys defensive players win, or are we just giving it to like Garrett or Watt or Donald? What are we doing? Giving it to Garrett, Watt, or Donald because they were born in the lap. Michael Parsons was born. Mike's up was Michael Parsons. No, he was born in Happy Valley. Yeah. He was born in Happy Valley. So you don't think either one of them gets it? No. Michael winning it as a rookie, like he he could be the defensive player of the year. He really could be. He should be. The way that he plays, he does he, like he drops back in coverage, he can cover slot receivers. Like yeah. he's an animal. Yeah. He's a beast. All right. To the hardwood. NBA Christmas. We'll start it early. Knicks blow out the Hawks. That was kind of expected. Kemba won. Which means, which means yesterday was Christmas, which officially makes the Knicks 1-0 one one on the season. And, Jack, the Sixers just beat the Wizards by a lot of points. And Congrats. Joel had a lot of points himself. Therefore, two basketball teams on this podcast are undefeated. And if you just woke up or you live under a rock, and you care about anything that happened before Christmas in the NBA, grow up. Fair. Because the NBA season starts And that's why they started All-Star voting. Yesterday. That's why they just started All-Star voting. So if Ben wants to come play, he still, you know, could get in there. He's missed a game, but that's only one. Um, The Kemba Walker shit, though. I mean, holy poverty franchise. Thank God the Knicks (laughs) play in New York because up 18 against the Hawks. I mean, everyone knows no lead is safe against the Hawks, right, Abe? Uh, I think Abe was muting himself on GarageBand there. Sorry, everyone. Uh, no lead is safe against the Hawks. The Knicks are are doing like a you know trying make a wish, yeah, make a wish triple double there, but yeah, trying to do a make a wish for Kemba Walker's triple double. He had nine rebounds in the game. There were eleven minutes left in the fourth quarter. Guys, just play the game. Like he he clearly <laughs> was getting rebounds. Like Alec Burks is like boxing out to the baseline. Of the sideline and and whatever he ended up getting the triple double it was quite embarrassing. But Knicks big win over the Hawks. Where do you put this uh, this mismanagement of Kemba Walker? Like what's going on? I, right, he's benched for three games. He comes back. Is it a chip on his shoulder type thing? It was it a everyone was just wrong about him, or was he just actually playing awful basketball and now he's just coincidentally playing great basketball? I, I what, think, what is it? I really think it comes down to that last thing. So like you know. As we all remember, the Knicks were 5-1, and one, and they were playing good basketball. And Kemba Walker was the starting point guard and was playing really well. And I understand... The Knicks were 5-1. and one. <laughs> They were. They had won five of six games. With the, This is the first time that that starting lineup has played together in over a month. Like, it's just been, a, you know, another weird... I can, I can pull out those stats for the Sixers. Exactly. Yeah. Eight, 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 you, I mean, you ran with those forever with the true starting five. Like, I'm pretty sure the Ben Simmons, Jimmy Butler, Tobias Harris, Joel Embiid, and... Literally went undefeated. undefeated. right. Had never lost a game and were winning by... Still have never lost. Yeah, their net rating was 14 million. Anyways, yeah. he, he went cold shooting. And so when he went cold, he really wasn't a threat anywhere offensively and he still is like a traffic cone defensively like he's the worst point guard defensively in the league when he's you know when he's triple doubling or scoring 44 he's a net positive when he's shooting cold he's not so I think it was the right move respect to him for you know not sulking and staying true to himself and he's playing well it will be interesting if he does go through a shooting slump again what that might look like when the Knicks get all their guys back from COVID Knicks, I think we're like 15 and 17. If you count the games before Christmas Day, 
you know, I still don't think we're a very good team, but you know, net rating plus fourteen. If Kemba, if Kemba is playing at the level that he is right now since he came back, yeah, for the next month and a quarter, mm-hmm. February tenth, the NBA trade deadline, and you can get a first round pick for Kemba. First round pick. I'd give you a first round pick right now for Kemba if okay. I was the Sixers. I would accept that immediately if he keeps playing like he is and everything. Yeah. Okay, just making sure you're smart. Yeah. Uh, so Knicks beat the Hawks pretty easily. Game number two on the slate, a pretty good one actually. Giannis. Okay, I want to. Giannis is Giannis is that guy. He's that dude. He's just that. He guy. wasn't. He was not in the first half. I didn't see him in the first half. It was his first game in six. Yeah, he had twenty nine points in the second half. Yeah, and the game winner, and like he's just he, he's probably the most underrated player in basketball. Because he is very clearly the best player in the sport. No, he's not. Yes, he is. No, yes, he's not. he is. Yes, How? he is. Yes, he is. No, he's yes, not. Yes, he is. No, he's not. Uh, wait. Yes, he is. And it's actually not that close. That's how. No, it, you're right. It's not close. It's Kevin Durant, and it's not even. No, it's not Kevin Durant because Kevin Durant lost to Giannis last season. Lost, game seven. On your home court. I know they're not a real franchise, those Brooklyn boys. Abe, he dropped 50 points. I understand what he did, and he's very, very good. And the other But thing, he's not the best player in he basketball. Is. He is. I mean, he is very clearly the best player in the sport. And you have to, because you have to factor in, he's the best defensive player on the floor in every single game as well. He's so. He's insane. Kevin Durant. He, Kevin Durant. No. If you're playing against another team, who are you more afraid Giannis. to play against? Well, Giannis. You're an idiot. You're, an idiot. you're dumb. Giannis. You're dumb, stupid, Giannis. ignorant, and should Giannis. be banned from no, talking no, anything. No, because you, you, you should, can't stop Giannis. You, should, you can't the stop government sh- The can't government stop should. You can't stop Kevin Durant. Yes, you can. He can How? miss some shots. He can miss some shots. You can't stop Giannis because nobody's just, ever nobody nobody's ever stopped Giannis before. No, not this year. No, not last play, playoffs. No, not what about s- the playoffs before that? Oh, okay, that was, and the ones before that. that two, oh, players can't get better. Kyler Murray, oh, because got better in three straight years. Cool, dude. Giannis hit he hit this wall where he said, "You know what? I can get a bucket wherever I want. I can be the best player on the floor." And he he turned the corner. It was the same. Then he should before. probably win Finals MVP again this year, right? Sure, why not? He won it yeah, last no, he, year. Why I are you mean, saying he, like he didn't win it last year? No, he should probably win again if he's the best player. I anticipate him doing that. Okay. You fucking idiot. I. How are you going to say that Giannis... How, uh, as if me going on out on a limb and saying Kevin Durant's the best player in the world. Why is, is Kevin some... Durant the best player in the world right now? T- tell me what, like, what metric we're basing this off of. Are you going to get are you frozen? Do you remember the one interview? 27, 11, and 6. And the best defensive player on the floor. Okay. Okay. So so what do you... What, what, how is it not clear? It is clear. It's Kevin Durant. It's Giannis. Because any given... Any person on planet Earth, when you say, who would you not want to play against in one game? Giannis. The answer would be Kevin Durant. The answer would be Kevin Durant. No, it's not. Okay. You're wrong. That's fine. And I, I, I'm like, I signed up to be your best friend like forever, and like I'll stick by you. But it's, that doesn't mean you're not okay. Absolutely... So this proves my point. 
Giannis is the most underrated player in basketball. Not true. Because he's, because he's the best player. I mean, he's the best player. He just said he's Nope, he's not. Okay. That was game two. Celtics blew another lead. Quite laughable, to be honest. Game three, really good Blow game. it up. Blow it up, Celtics. Blow it up, Boston. Send Jalen Brown over for uh, Shake Milton, because apparently that's what Daryl Morey can do. Game three, Warriors in Phoenix. I'd give a, I'd give a first, too. The Warriors are now undefeated, Abe, this season. So we can start talking about basketball. You asked me to wait until post-Christmas. Are you are you ready or willing to admit the Warriors are title contenders? Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, I, and this is me being a bronze stan and everything. On on December twenty sixth, if you don't say there's at least a ninety percent chance the Western Conference Finals are the Suns and the Warriors, then you don't know basketball. Suns Warriors. Yeah, Western Conference Finals. Really, you're that yeah. high on the Suns. I think they're the two of the best teams in basketball. Wow. Wait, sorry. The 90% I think they're both one of them being in? No, both of them getting... Assuming seeding works out that way, and they're the one and the two, respectively, the Suns and the Warriors are a lock to meet in the Western Conference. Really? Finals. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I vehemently strongly disagree with that. That was a big word. Okay, I don't, so I don't what do you think have? that's... Uh, if I had to look at it off the top of my, my head, I don't know yet, but... I I don't think the Suns are that good, and you know that's my whoever opinion. who again like that's the Western Conference Finals, and one of those two two teams will go to the finals. In my opinion, it's irrelevant. Neither of those two teams can or will win a championship. That's why the Bucks are going to win it all. No, the Nets are with Kyrie. That's with Kyrie. Without Kyrie, they will not. That will be a sick series, Bucks Nets, if no Kyrie. With Kyrie, the deck's a little loaded for Brooklyn. I mean, Kyrie, like, two of them can get it done. I think No, they can. People, they can. That's why I said it like, would be a like great series. Ka- Kyrie and Kevin Durant, without James Harden, were up, like, 47 points against the Bucs in a, in a playoff game I know. this year. I know. Like, if Kevin Durant is being Kevin Durant, all bets are off the table. Well, he was, but, being, he was being Kevin Durant before he airballed a three in overtime, and Giannis beat him on his own floor. But that's neither here nor there. Game four of the night is the one that we really need to talk about. We placed the way the last the last game of the night. Yeah, I I actually couldn't tell you who won game five. I actually do uh, not know. It's my job. To I, know. Checked. I do not know. The Jazz won by like four. Nice. Congrats to the Jazz. as thirteen as thirteen point favorites. Why would they even put that game? Fit like who? Why would cares? You? Yeah, that was nuts. Anyway, it's like the old. It's like it's like the last year or two years ago. Clippers Nuggets. Like eh, no one gives a shit. But like literally, no one cares about Mavs. Jazz, no, even if no. Luca plays. No, no one cares. Although I did look at Gobert's box scores over the last three because I was doing some underdog pickums. Do you know what he's like doing right now? I know you're gonna be like, oh, it's Gobert, whatever. Do you know like what? Yeah, he's, he's playing well. Sure, whatever. But like, do you know Gobert. what his stats were? No, I don't daily keep up with Rudy Gobert's stats. <laughs> he's, he's averaging like 21 rebounds a game over his last three. Like, it's something bizarre. Atta, atta boy, Gogurt. A- anyways, game four, Lakers-Nets. I really, like, I picked the Lakers to win all this season. I thought the Russ thing was going to work. They suck. They <laughs> suck. Russ sucks. They like, I think, are... third t- I think third time's the charm, right? It was the no, Rockets. This, this is Russell Westbrook's worst form. This is he's he. But like, it's like third times the charm. Like 
they tried with the Rockets, didn't work. He went to the Wizards. I mean, it was the Wizards, but still nothing's happening there. And now he's literally causing the Lakers to collapse single-handedly. Like, LeBron's balling. And we'll talk about LeBron in a minute, but, like, Russ is done. Done. Yeah, yeah. No, I I was I wanted Russ in the garden because I thought he could still be his even his wizard self, I think yeah, has you wanted him to sell tickets. No, I think even Russ is his wizard self of last year. He is a shell of that. I want everyone to understand that. He is and it doesn't have to do with the spacing, it doesn't have to do with playing with LeBron. But Jack, he got a triple double. He did. So did Kemba though. So it was just a special day for everyone. Triple doubles don't mean shit. So he stinks. AD will be back, but the 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 roster is AD's not good either. He's been pretty bad. He's not good. The roster. People tried to tell me that AD was better than Joel Embiid. He was. He's the reason they won the finals. What like, finals? The 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 bubble finals, the fake finals. Right. Yeah, but they are horrific. They need to make a move at the deadline. They have to. They can't. They have three guys taking up 90% of the cap and then 13 minimum guys. Nobody's taking on Russell Westbrook. You don't think anyone They're, takes on Russ's contract? Not that you're getting value for that LeBron and AD can really? turn to something that Cause, no. Because the Jets, the Jets got a third-round pick for Sam Darnold. Second round. So there's there could always be that guy. Bill O'Brien traded DeAndre Hopkins for David Johnson. I mean, there's you only that's the thing people forget. You don't need the whole league to want Russ. You need one team to be idiots. That's all you need. You just need one. And there's it's way easier than in the NFL than it is the NBA, I think. Yes, of course. But I don't know. It's not that. How many more years does he have on this contract? Russell Westbrook doesn't make a singular other basketball team in the NBA better. That's not true. No, it is. That's not true. Pick one the team magic, that you could. The Magic. The Magic. The Magic. What, another did. volume shooter on a bad team? The, he would just make them better. Relative. <laughs> but you know what I mean. Yeah. He's as bad as they come. But he would actually hurt the, He would legitimately hurt the Magic because he would cause them to maybe win a few more games. Right. In, in that regard, sure. Um, he cannot help benefit a singular team in the NBA. LeBron James is right. nasty. Had 39 points last night. Almost carried the Lakers back until Nick's, Nick Claxton actually took uh, you know the two things hanging between his legs and put them on tattooed right on Bron Bron's forehead. But that's, you know, it was after hours after dark. Put your kids to sleep. So it was okay. Uh, besides that, he was spectacular. My brother said it to me. Shout out the intern. And I think he had a good point. What LeBron did last night, because he didn't make threes until super late in the game, he actually did what I have been asking and the majority of like anti-LeBronites have been asking for the first, not actually the first time in his career, but in like a very long time. What, do what you did in 2016-17 Cleveland playoffs? Not, no, no, I'm not talking about like uh, that mentality or takeover game type of thing. I'm talking about like no one can stop you, get to the rim. Like, we've known that. he It's never been his thing to just, like, 
like Giannis is just relentless going to the rim at all times. Even though no one can stop Braun, he's always like kind of favored passing the ball, shooting jumpers from time to time. Like he never will just like dive to the rim 20 times. And he did it and was unstoppable because you can't stop him. He, his athleticism is, it's absurd. He's the greatest athlete probably ever in the grand, in the grand scheme of things. Um, So that was, that was cool to see. Other than that, yeah, the Lakers suck. Like, are they wasting his time? Should he go back to Cleveland after the year? They have a pretty good young roster. Play with Bronny in the Garden. Like, what's our vibe with Bron right now? He'll bring in another random player to try and see if he'll just keep trying to bring in random players to see if it works, and he'll get one more ring out of it. It won't be this you year. Think so, yeah, he'll get one more. He'll get five. Okay. He'll get five. And then Bronny will come to the league and he'll just go and be wherever he is. Right. Okay. I hope yeah. Bronny gets drafted to like fucking Detroit. <laughs> it's it's not that time's like running out on LeBron because he's still playing it. We're going to find out how much pull LeBron legitimately has in this league when we find out where Bronny goes. LeBron can will control that draft. Could. He definitely could potentially. Or he'll just be a free agent on a one year and go play there. He's not going. Well, he, he's not letting. He is not letting his son play in Charlotte. If his son stunk, maybe. No, he will control whatever. I don't care how good Bronny James is. He will control where he goes. Do you think Bronny and LeBron James ticket for Game One would be like one of the most expensive basketball tickets ever? Probably. Yeah. That would be insane. probably. We'll talk to. Hopefully, it's break. like Pacers Pistons. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, no, because they'll know before the season, and they'll obviously make it like. But the only thing holding that possibility back is the politics himself. Mm. Do you think LeBron truly runs his own social media? Yes, because he's miserable at it, and he's a, <laughs> he's a, he is an. I mean, he is. It's very authentic. Yeah, exactly. Um, but like, LeBron, you can tell Tom doesn't because, like, we know Tom isn't, like, good at social media because he's 44. Bron, like, fully, he's singing on the story, you know, rap lyrics that he doesn't know. Like, And then he's making memes. COVID-19 memes. COVID, cold, flu, Spider-Man meme. This is LeBron. That was you know, a wild move. At 2.30 on a fucking Wednesday. <laughs> just let's shake. I think it was actually Wednesday when there were no sports on. LeBron's yeah, it, like, damn, yeah, no, nobody's talking about me. Hold my beer. Hold my wine. Yeah. And he, uh, did anyone ask him at the podium about that? I don't think they addressed it. Because I, I, I he's, he's talking about the symptoms, obviously, that come along with it. I, I also think not. because of the recency of Omicron, he's talking more about the Omi, which has been a little more mild in, in the grand <laughs> the, scheme of things. The, the Omi. Yeah, the Omi. I mean, we're on our ninth carry. But on, on a serious note, like, no disrespect. Like, I have gotten to the point where, you know, get vaccinated. I'm for the vaccine. But if you're, like, if you haven't, you're probably not going to do it. And at this point, if we don't know, it's more of a read the room thing with LeBron. And I think well, that anything COVID is- COVID related when the NBA comes back to Carl Anthony Towns, that's the point. And not to mention, Cat is literally has COVID right now. That just seems like a tiny bit disrespectful. It's just like 
read the room. Yeah. And let me ask you a question. If you're in protocols, that doesn't mean you have COVID, right? Yeah, I, I don't know. because I don't think it does. I think it means you're exposed or something. Like, But Kat does, does have COVID. He actually posted on it. Yeah, no, I'm not. That's what I'm saying. But it's like when 30 guys an hour are getting put on the COVID list, like, does that mean they're exposed? Does that mean they have COVID? Yeah. I don't know. That was, the politics was at it. Yeah, that was wild. And I did see a really funny tweet today because Cole Beasley missed the game today. And, you know, people are always like, it's, uh, you know, f- it's better for your team if you're vaccinated. You'll sit out less time and you'll be able to play more, blah, blah, blah. And it was like nothing like owning the libs, like showing how replaceable you are by Isaiah McKenzie. <laughs> and it was just like... You know, the guy is the guy is the guy. But yeah, that was crazy from LeBron. The other topic, the final topic we had, which we kind of talked about, was Le GM. We've just, I've said this before. He is the worst general manager ever. And he's going to buy an NBA team and go into player. What option. made him think the Russ thing would work? The name of Russell Westbrook? He's the king of being on a super team, right? So he knows what it takes to win. And I guess his only like he couldn't have been with a different super team, right? Like it was either that or like healed and Marvin. He could have gone or or Beal or Dame. Like, yeah, Jack. The the Lakers are better this year with Harrell, KCP, Kuzma than they are with Russell Westbrook. Yeah, they are. They really they are. are. They are. Yeah. Plus, you can sign other guys and not fifteen guys to the minimum and. Stanley Johnson, who that guy can, that guy is hard. That guy can play. I saw, I saw some good things. Reeves will be back. I am still in the camp of like, look at how good LeBron is still. AD can still, he's still a force defensively. It's just his shooting is at all time lows. I don't think we've seen a full Lakers team. And remember, like, I don't think I want to. (laughs) That's, that's also fair. I don't know. I don't think the, the beauty of it for the Lakers is they have like six more weeks where they and LeBron James. Yeah, those are two good things. LeBron for Knox and a third, the Jets third. Think about it. All right, fam. This was a great episode. I'm rooting for the Saints. I'm surprised you're not rooting for the Dolphins. You would rather see Eagleson and Tua's failures than lock up a playoff spot. That's irrelevant. We control our own destiny. Okay. Any final thoughts? You just gotta go. Just control what you can control. All right, fam. We in all s- in all aspects of life. We'll see you on Thursday. We'll talk 2022. For this though, 2021, great year so far. Much love. Peace. Finish strong. <laughs>